This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned G'day, g'day, I'm Dr K. Now, last time, I began talking about rogue planets. These brave little wanderers are not tied to any particular star, but just roam freely in the space between. We also learnt about a study that tried to figure out just how many of these planets might be floating through interstellar space by looking for actual evidence of them drifting in front of stars. But interestingly, another recent study in 2019, but totally theoretical, came up with about the same number, some 50 billion free-floating planets. This finding came out of the University of Leiden in the Netherlands. Now, let me emphasise that this is based on computer modelling. But it deserves a closer look, given that it seems to match the findings of the previous observational study. Our galaxy, the Milky Way, has some 7,000 regions called stellar nurseries. This is where stars are born. One of these regions is the trapezium star cluster, some 1,300 light-years away in the Orion Nebula, in the direction of the constellation Orion. The trapezium star cluster has some 1,500 stars. The astronomers set up a computer simulation to mimic this stellar nursery. It gave 500 of these stars simulated planets, either four or five or six planets each. And the planets came in many different masses, from about one hundredth of the mass of Jupiter to 130 times the mass of Jupiter. Overall, there was a total of about 2,500 planets orbiting their mother stars. The astronomers then set their planetary simulation running. They started with the stars and planets being one million years old and ran the clock for 10 million years. By the end of that time in this computer simulation, about 14% of those planets, 357 of them, had left their host stars to become free-floating planets. Some 282 totally left the trapezium star cluster, while 75 planets floated along with this star cluster, but not bound to any individual star. Applying this mathematics to our galaxy as a whole, over a longer period of time, the astronomers reckoned that about one quarter of the stars in the Milky Way have lost at least one planet. So they said there could be 50 billion planets floating freely in our galaxy alone. OK, but what about our own solar system? Has our Sun managed to lose any of its planets? Well, there are a few clues that it might have. For starters, the most common planet that we have discovered in our searches for exoplanets has been something with a size somewhere between Earth and Neptune. But we don't have one of that size in our solar system. Is that because in the early days of our solar system, it got ejected? Next, there are two strong hints that our solar system might have had a strong encounter with other stars in its early days. And remember, this is often how planets get tugged out of their orbits 
and flung into the void. The first hint is that there's a dwarf planet, Sedna, way out on the edge of our solar system. How did it get there? Maybe it was pushed. The accidental side effect of another planet being ejected into interstellar space? Don't know. Second, there's an asteroid belt out past Neptune, and it's called the Kuiper Belt. But the Kuiper Belt is very scattered. Why? Could this be an accidental side effect of a planet being ejected into interstellar space? At the moment, these are only clues. And there may be some hints of future fireworks in our solar system, planets that could turn rogue within our own special group of eight. The planets Venus and Jupiter have a long-term orbital resonance with each other. And over a long period of hundreds of millions of years, there is a 5% chance that the gravitational interactions associated with this resonance might somehow push Mercury into the Sun. Maybe that's a fitting place for the messenger of the gods to end up. And if one of our very own solar system planets went rogue, could it bump into us? Yes-ish, according to the 2019 simulation of 2,500 planets orbiting 500 stars for 10 million years. The computer simulation shows that about 3% of the planets actually smashed into their hot star, while about half a percent collided with another planet in that solar system. But don't worry. The chances of a disaster movie scenario, of a rogue planet suddenly coming into view next year, out past Pluto, and then slamming into Earth, well, they're vanishingly small. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.